Welcome to season two, episode five of This Girl Loves Her Football. Okay, my predictions, I will give my predictions for next week at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned for my predictions at the end. But my predictions are getting closer and closer. Last week, I pre- or at least the score. Last week, I predicted that the Cowboys would win 24 to 10. And yesterday, we won 25 to 10. So, and I said that Micah Parsons would have two sacks. To be fair, the defense had two sacks. So, you know, we we can call it a wash on that one. <laughs> um, and Jake Ferguson did not get a receiving touchdown. But you know who did get a receiving touchdown yesterday? Michael Gallup, number 13. Welcome back, baby. So happy to have you back in the lineup. He had two catches for 24 yards and a touchdown his first of the season after he tore his ACL last year against the Cardinals um in January I believe and he they actually couldn't do surgery on it till a month after that because the swelling was so bad um it wouldn't go down so they had to wait for that to go down before they could do surgery so He's been working really hard to get himself back, to be here for this team. And yesterday, he had a great debut um, for his season. So, really happy to have him back. We keep winning. Um, And to be fair, you know, the Cardinals, I'm Cardinals, the Commanders are not a great team. But the thing is, is that it's a division game. And division games are always finicky. Um, Tampa Bay, who has Tom Brady as their quarterback, has lost until this year, has lost every single game against the Saints in the regular season. And the Saints have not been a good team since Drew Brees left. So, you know, a a bad team can be a great team in the division. There's just they know you very well. You play them twice a year, every single year. Um, So division games are always a toss up. So regardless of how good or bad the team is, it's always amazing to come out Um, with a win and we did just that so I'm really proud of Cooper Rush he's continued to come in and manage the game the way that a backup quarterback should come in I don't want to take any credit away from him Um, he had two touchdowns yesterday um, a little over 200 yards and he had some throws that were interceptions but actually ended up being called back because the defense had some type of holding or pass interference. Um, and I actually wasn't able to watch the full game yesterday, unfortunately, because the game wasn't in my region. So I kind of had to go off of red zone and then just watch the highlights after the fact. But we looked good. You know who looked really good? Our defense. This defense is insane. This defense, now, mean, mind you, like Cooper Rush does need to put up points in order for us to win games. But this defense has let up 16 points a game. Actually, I think it's 14. 14 points a game this year through four weeks. That is insane. That is insane. We have played Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, Daniel Jones, and Carson Wentz. We have let up 14 points a game. We are still leading the league in sacks. We now have 15 sacks on the year. We had two interceptions yesterday. Trayvon Diggs looks like um, he's going to get one every game again. He got one last week, got one yesterday, and he has been playing lights 
out as a cornerback. He had a key interception to end the first half yesterday and then saved a touchdown by just batting the ball away from the receiver that Carson Wentz was trying to hit for the touchdown in the end zone. And he is just playing. He is shutting people up with his play. I said this a couple weeks ago on the podcast um, when they played the Bengals and Jamar Chase, you know, was talking a little crap about, about Trayvon Diggs. And I said he shut him up with his play. Well, he has been shutting the league up with his play this entire year. He has been amazing. He's playing at an all-pro level, and I'm so, so proud of him. Um, this defense is absolutely outstanding. It is a top three defense now. Tampa Bay is the number one defense, but they did let up uh, 48 points to, or 41 points to the Chiefs last night, although there is an argument Chiefs are the best team in the NFL just in general. Um, so I still think they're the best defense in the league. And then it's a toss-up between Green Bay uh, or the Cowboys. But Cowboys are definitely top three. And they are the reason we have been winning these games because they make teams go out of their element on offense because – they're just going to shut you down on all three phases. So I'm really proud of the way our defense has been playing. They've really stepped up and kept us in these games. And Cooper Rush has come out on the other side of it and has been scoring to help us win these games. So there's been conversation about Dak potentially coming back next week against the Rams. Um... And I think that that would be pushing it. I think the way Cooper Rush has been playing allows you to take your time with Dak coming back, right? If Cooper Rush was playing terribly... Now, these are games that even, you know, if Dak were playing these games, we would win these games. We'd win them by 20 points instead of the three or four that we've been winning these games by. Um, So it's not... You know, these are games that we would have won with Dak. So had Cooper Rush been losing these games, I think a conversation comes in where you try to rush Dak back because your season's on the line here. If you split the games that we've won or win none of them, you're now 0-4. Thankfully, we don't have that problem. Cooper Rush has been playing lights out. He's um, 4-0 and as a starter for the Cowboys. And actually, fun fact... <laughs> He's the first uh, Cowboys quarterback to go 4-0 and in his first four starts. So hats off to Cooper Rush for that. That is so great for him. Um, he has a great story, and so I just love, love to see him succeeding um, as our backup. So the way he's been playing allows you to wait until Dak is fully healthy and where he's at 100% and then bring him back. Because you want Dak for the longevity of the season. So I think him coming back next week against the Rams, I think is rushing him back too much. And you're putting him in a scenario to go against, which a lot of people argue is the best player in football in Aaron Donald um, on the defensive side for the Rams. And Jalen Ramsey, which is one of the best corners in the league to a lot of people. So you're putting him in a really tough position against the defending champs 
from last year um, to ask him to come back that game, I think you allow him to sit out at least one more week, have Cooper Rush go in there. I don't believe that we win that game. And again, I'll give my prediction at the end. But you allow Cooper Rush to go in there, allow Dak to have another week, get healthy, see where he's at, see if he can come back for Philly um, on the following Sunday night, which should be a really, really interesting game. Philly is the only undefeated team still in the league. They look pretty good. I'd still like them to play a top-tier team before I say, okay, you need to really watch out for Philly. But they have been playing well. They're winning games that they should be winning. And to me, the Dallas Cowboys' strength is their defense. And the Philadelphia Eagles' strength is their offense. So it will be really cool to see our strength on their strength and see who kind of wins that battle. But that's in a couple weeks, and we'll get to that next week on the podcast. Um, So we go to the Rams next week at 425 on Sunday. It's America's Game of the Week. And I believe that Cooper Rush will be starting that game. I think that Dak needs a little more time, one, two more weeks potentially. And you have that flexibility again, like I've said a few times in the podcast today. You have that flexibility, which is amazing because your backup has come in and managed the game well. So we go to L.A., I do think that we lose that game, but I think that we're competitive in that game. I think the score will end up being 27-20 to 20 Rams. Um, I think they pull away in the fourth quarter and end up winning that game. So 27-20 is my prediction on the score. I'm going to go with Micah Parsons again. He's been quiet these past two weeks. He hasn't gotten any sacks. Um and, you know, it's it's a sign of respect for him. Defenses know how he can disrupt this game. Or, excuse me, offensive coordinators know how he can disrupt this game. And they're like, we're not allowing it. So they put, like, two, three guys on him. And even being as elite as he is, it's hard to beat two or three guys. So, But I'm going to stick with Micah again this week. I think he will get a sack. I won't put too much pressure on him and say two sacks. But I think that he will get a sack in this game. And I think that C.D. Lamb finally goes over 100 yards this season. Last week, he had 97 yards and a touchdown. I believe that next week, he will go for over 100 and a touchdown. So just to go over my predictions again, I think the Rams end up winning 27-20. to 20. I think Micah Parsons will end up getting a sack next week. And I believe that C.D. Lamb will go for over 100 yards finally. And we'll have a touchdown. So tune in next week for another episode of This Girl Loves Her Football.